episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans, and this week we are talking about what is product management for 800 Alex. So if you're in product development, you've probably tried explaining product management to someone. I know I have. And this profession, this role, is impossible to explain to anyone. In fact, I've written two full articles on the subject. The first one, what is product management? A few analogies to demystify what product managers do. And a second one, what is product management and why it is more important than ever to do it well. Uh, The first one talks about a couple different analogies. And I use the first analogy that product managers are architects. The idea being that when you think of an architect, uh, you may think of a big table with drafting paper and rulers and sketch it out. You've got this big vision for a grand building, you know, maybe the Empire State Building. Uh, but the other part is in the details, uh, you know, because that skyscraper has to have all of the components to it, the ventilation, the plumbing, the electrical systems, and all of that has to be taken into account with architectural design, uh, the building codes, the fire regulations, the zoning laws. So the architect has to think both about the big picture and the details. You know, that is, it's a really interesting analogy. Um, and also another part, another analogy I use in there is being a small business owner. <laughs> I wrote another article that, you know, six ways product managers are the CEO. And I've gone back and forth on that analogy. I think it's both a good one and an imperfect one. So you may have mixed feelings about it as well. Uh, ultimately, I think it's a useful one. You know, no analogy is perfect, but you know, a product manager really is like a small business owner uh, in that you know, they have to take care of things from top to bottom and wear a lot of hats. And I, that fits neatly with the idea of product manager, you know, running a small business and coordinating across all of the many different roles. Uh, and the final analogy in that article is product managers are like a tour guide, you know, being an expert in an area and helping guide a group to where they want to get to. So anyway, check out that article. Uh, the link is in the newsletter this week. Uh, so you can check that out. And of course, the second article I reference in this week's newsletter is what is product management and why it is more important than ever to do well. This is a deeper dive into product management, uh, all of the many aspects of product management from discovery and research, roadmaps, communication, prioritization, delivery, launch, and go-to-market. So check that one out. But this week, I wanted to really focus on the fact that, you know, I have so often failed in explaining product management and why not try again? And this is actually a topic that my wife suggested. She thought it would be fun to ask my family what I do as a product manager and see if anyone knew, especially since I've been in the profession 
for over a decade and have explained it many times in many ways. And so that's what we did. So I present to you the general responses to what do I do as a product manager? Uh, First off, from my mom. And I summarize here. You do managing of the products. You work with different groups to manage things. A lot like project management, right? I don't really know. Little stabs to the heart there. Coming from my mom. This from my dad. No, no, no. You work on different apps. Manage them, managing them and making things, right? Working with technology and developers. So feeling a little bit better with that response as we go into the conversation a little further. But then I turn to my wife and ask her, and this is her response. You work with developers to make stuff. You do OKRs and OKR stuff and strategy and prioritization and more OKRs. And at this point, I'm laughing a little because I've been focused on OKRs recently. So she's been hearing a lot about OKRs and has really taken that to heart, as you can tell. She doesn't like that, though. So she turns the question around and asks, do you know what you do? (laughs) And, uh, you know, that's a really good question. Do I know what I do? Do we know what we do as product managers? But before I get there, I turn the question to my kids. uh, And this is their response. You sit at the computer and do a call all day. Yeah, dumb calls that aren't important. (laughs) So really cutting to the core there. Kids don't mess around. They only speak the truth. So there you go. The responses from my family about what is product management. So clearly a disconnect between what do product managers do. And it can be really difficult because it's kind of a, a difficult thing to explain you know, to somebody who is outside of the product development world and, you know, isn't doing this sort of thing day to day and, you know, isn't involved in, in technology. And I know I've heard this similar idea in many different ways. So challenge accepted from my wife. What is it that I do? And so this is where we took the conversation after. So What do we do as product managers for those who don't work in product development? So I asked my parents for their favorite app on their phone, and it's Google Maps. So my mom is a tour guide and uses it all the time to get around. So that will be a great use case. So imagine that we want to create Google Maps, but for Target. So whenever we go to Target, we can search for something we need and get real directions for how to find it along with where it is on the shelf, not just a static map like they have now. Uh, so if you go into the Target app, they do have a, a map there right now for those who are familiar with it. And, and lots of stores have something like this. But I'm talking the turn-by-turn directions, the understanding of where you are and how to get where you want to go for the full Google Map experience that you have for driving and maybe even taking it further where we could plan a shopping trip with our list and guide us through the whole thing in the best way possible. So we don't go back and forth. So we don't forget things, but find everything we need with guided directions without ever having to look at our phone. Maybe we just have 
our AirPods or our Bluetooth uh, earbud and can just be directed while we're listening to music and get all of the things that we need, directions through the store, maybe do some additional searches and get everything. So that sounds like a cool idea. Everyone agreed. How do we do it? That was the question I posed. Well, we need a bunch of different things to make this happen. First, we need to understand our users. Who will use this? How will they use it? Is it solving a real problem for them? As in it, and is it something that people would get real value from? I mean, it sounds like a cool idea and it sounds exciting. You know, we were all excited about it, but is there value there for target customers, for people shopping, for real users? Next, is it something we can handle as a business? So now putting our business hats on, does it make sense to do? If we're target, will it drive new customers and drive new revenue? If we're, if we're an app maker, for example, could we sustain a business through ads or downloads or a partnership or something like that? So now, finally, putting our technical hats on, can we build something like this and make it work well, well enough that people will use it and love it and, and get that value that they're looking for out of it? You know, can we assemble the right engineering team? Do we, have, do we either have the right engineering team? Can we get the right engineering team together? And you know, can we build something like this? Does it make sense? So a product manager brings all of those things together. She talks to users before, during, and after the team develops that product. She makes sure there is a good business for what they've built. And she works with the developers to build the thing and get it out to people to use. So that was the discussion that we had. And when we saw my family again, I posed the question again, what do I do as a product manager? And it seemed like my little example actually stuck this time, which was kind of exciting. It was pretty good for an off-the-cuff example of product management. It's not everything, certainly not perfect, but it certainly addresses the major themes of product management. So next time you're trying to explain what is product management, you can maybe forget the long-winded explanation and pull out the close-to-home examples and maybe your family will thank you for it. So hopefully that is helpful in thinking and talking about product management. Also, some interesting articles, listens, and videos from this week. I did, I mentioned last week, I did a panel on the future of productivity in a post-COVID world. We had a good discussion about the future of productivity uh, with a few different viewpoints. Uh, I link the recording in this week's newsletter, again, productthinking.cc, and the link is in the show notes. So check that out. Check out the recording of that panel. And I will be putting together a long read on the future of office work post-COVID. So don't forget to subscribe for that. If you're not a subscriber to uh, Product Thinking, uh, go and subscribe to that. Long reads are for uh, paid subscribers. So if you're interested in that, 
uh, check that out. Uh, Clubhouse finally comes to Android. Uh, I'm excited about the future of audio spaces. We talked about this in an upcoming podcast episode on product by design. So I should have that link by next week's uh, podcast and next week's newsletter. So you can check that out. But again, I'm excited for the future of audio spaces. That doesn't mean that Clubhouse will be the winner, but I think the space has a ton of potential to bring people together in a meaningful way. Uh, Not necessarily synchronous podcasts, which don't necessarily make sense to me, but group discussions, meeting people with similar interests, among other things. And getting Clubhouse on Android is long overdue. iOS exclusivity uh, shouldn't drag on this long, in my opinion. So I'm excited to finally be able to not just use my iPad, but be able to use my Android phone. So that's exciting. Uh, And you have probably heard by now about the hacking group responsible for the colonial pipeline shutdown. This just continues to get interesting to me. A a quote from an article, we are apolitical. We do not participate in geopolitics. We do not tie, we do not need to tie us with a defined government and look for our motives. The statement said, Uh, this is the hacking group responsible uh, speaking. Our goal is to make money and not creating problems for society. From today, we introduce moderation and check each company that our partners want to encrypt to avoid social consequences in the future. Uh, I think this is just crazy stuff. Uh, The fact that we are so vulnerable, especially our infrastructure, uh, that this sort of thing can happen and shut down such a massive piece of infrastructure in the United States. And frankly, that could happen anywhere. And the fact that we may have to rely on the ethics of hackers not to do bad things. Uh, you know, they wrote that there are certain things that are off limits, such as hospitals, schools, and nonprofits. Uh, but it's not hard to think that if these become very easy targets and other targets become difficult, that those types of things would not be off limits in the future. So, what do we need to do? to really shore up security and make sure that we are not vulnerable to to these types of things, especially in critical infrastructure. Um, Check out that article and some of the other articles uh, about this latest hack and the other hacks taking place. So that is it for this week's newsletter. Again, uh, I am Kyle Evans. Check out productthinking.cc. Links in the show notes uh, if you want. And don't forget to follow uh, subscribe to our podcast here or, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe to our newsletter, uh, the free weekly version. And if you're enjoying it, you can, you know, sign up for the paid version and get a couple extra long reads each month. Or if you just want to support us, give us a shout out on social media. That's great. Or give us a tip and buy a coffee. Uh, that is awesome as well. And you can follow me on Twitter and the other social medias at Kyle Larry Evans. And I will look forward to seeing you next time.